0: Do you think that you and Tip can ever reconcile your differences?
1: Um, yeah, I don't. I I, I just feel like that ain't
0: that ugly money. That uh, uh, ugly money, yeah. Say it's that ugly money. This is the Ugly Money podcast. It's is about the process of success. Everything between the first dollar, and the 1st mean, million—that's ugly money. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to yet another episode of the Ugly Money Podcast. I am your host, Ugly Money Nietzsche. This episode is being brought to you by Engorge Rejuvenation T, promoting erection, improving size, boosting stamina, and libido. Make sure you go to engorge.com to get yours today. And my special guest of the evening, (laughs) legendary indeed, the trendsetter, the future, ladies and gentlemen. Young LA is bad.
1: And ugly. <laughs> <laughs> what's hey,
0: up, my, my brother? Like, what's up, brother? Hey, man, I appreciate you making time, man. Uh, you look good, bro.
1: Hey, man, coming from you, I can't do number say the same thing back to you when I first walked in and just you know to see uh just to see your grind, the accomplishments, uh the consistency. Um, where I met you and on uh, where you at now, it's uh it speaks volume, bro. You've been beating the grind up, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you, Real talking, you know I'm saying that sincerely, bro. Yeah, sir. Yes, sir. You been sir. beating the ground up.
0: You know, uh, sometimes, you know, the janitor become the owner of the building. And so, uh, you know, I had to I had to mop a couple floors. I For had to sure. clean
1: a couple cabinets. For sure. But we still here. Hey, man, we here, man.
0: So let's go all the way back, man. For those that don't know, what is Zone 3?
1: Zone 3 is the southeast side of Atlanta. Okay. Okay. Uh, Well, I get a lot of the flavor from, um, you know, uh, you hear me talk about Zone 3. I'm talking about spots like Cleveland Avenue. I'm Uh talking about spots like Lakewood. I'm talking about spots like Four Seasons. I'm talking about spots like Cap the Home. I'm talking about spots like Inglewood. Yes, sir. Lila Valley. Yes, sir. You see what I'm saying? John Burr South, John Burr North. The list goes on. Gilbert Garden. Talk to me about
0: Thomasville.
1: Man, Tumerville, a special place. Like, um, for me, that's why I, you know, really just drunk off the porch and really start, really getting a lot of my street knowledge and street sense. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. That was a, uh, that was one of the spots that I engaged. You know what I'm saying? And, um, seen a lot, made my first money, did a lot of my first, you know what I mean? Ones and twos, right there in Thomasville. So that's why I always. Am, uh, so much of my music is like Tumbleville, Tumbleville. So many folks want to know what Tumbleville was, but that's why I feel like Tumbleville was my client to fine. because it, you know, it taught me early lessons in the streets, you know, and all. Yes, sir. So it's like, hey, and I came right out there, motherfucker.
0: If I'm moving to Atlanta, which zone do I want to stay away from? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm, you know what I mean? Which zone do I might, you know what, you might not want to stay over there.
1: I ain't gonna lie. I mean, um, you know, as we know, the city kind of, you know, you know, it's it, it, it's changing. It, it's kind of different for people who have been here. It's kind of, you know, getting different in some aspect and changing. But um, it, it, it's still the same. I feel like Zone uh, One, yeah. Four, Six, Three. That's inner city, so it's gonna be. It's gonna be shit everywhere you go, you know and what I'm a saying? Spicy. So it's gonna be spicy. So it's it's really like the whole city. You can't move in no zone. That's my answer. Like, uh, don't hey. go it, it, Hey, listen, Go it, to Duluth. <laughs> I'm trying to Don't go to no zone. You feel me?
0: <laughs> like for real. Let's talk to you uh let's talk about you being the very first person in Atlanta wearing skinny jeans and popping it off at the figure eight. Oh man. The figure eight
1: yeah. boy. Coco Loco, the old Libra of the days. I don't know, it's just like, I always felt like with this entertainment, what I came up seeing is like, I set. you gotta set yourself apart. You gotta be original and you gotta be unique. And like, I'm not saying it's like redundant, I'm saying this because that's what I really felt. And it's like, when I came out, I tried to go against, like see what everybody was doing, what was going on and how could I do something different? Yeah. Whether it was my sound, whether it was my appearance, but I gotta go the other way, you feel me because I gotta stand out, and I feel like that's what you know that's what makes a star, that's what makes a superstar the confidence to go the other way you feel me
0: no that's right that's dope. you know you got a lot of you know soldier boy always talk about he the first rapper to do a lot of things,
1: yeah, he did that boy said the first on every one on That boy said, hey you, you you may be
0: the you may be the only person that can compete with him in first,
1: hey man, you know uh. I can agree with that. I ain't going to, you
0: know, I can't I can't shy away from that. Does it ever shock you how the trends and the things that you were wearing 10 years ago are now fashionable today?
1: It kind of does, and then it's like, dang, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you look at it, it's like, wow. It's like almost a game, like, really just caught up with me. You know what I'm saying? And, um... You know, when you're doing stuff, you you know you being you like you don't know. Like, you you, you know, you're trailblazing and setting a trend, I guess, when you do it. And I guess you don't see the impact until you see the the multitude of people start to gravitate and uh, people start to, you know what I'm saying, accept it and adapt, you know, adapt to it and say, this what's going on right now. This the flavor. You feel me? So, to see that that flavor is still like, you know, you still see the flavor. It just lets me know, like, you're a real trendsetter. You everything you said you was. You feel me? You're a real creator. You know, you're a real original individual. And so, uh, you know, I hang my hat on that. I hung my hat on that my whole career. So,
0: Now, before Rod Wave, there was Young L.A., before any of these melodic rappers, a lot of them, there was Young L.A. Would you consider yourself the first rapper to sing rap ever?
1: Uh, In my generation, like coming out at the time in my era, I feel like I feel like I was.
0: That's just, a, yeah, we, we, we talking about first Five right
1: Five times 10, <laughs> you can do the math. Yes, I'm from the three. Eight. Oh, my God, I am. Eight. Five times 10, mm. 50 for a show. Mm. You just got a do. Yeah. You need 30 more. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm
0: saying? So, standing at first lane, we're talking about first. Talk to, my, talk to me about you being the first person to ever wear the modified mohawk and did it still in the drip.
1: Mm, man, listen, bro. <laughs> when I brought the Hawk out, it was crazy to just to see. Like I say, when you see people adapt, you know what I'm saying, and cling and see something you're doing becoming trendy, then you know, you, you know like, okay, I'm on the song. I was like, uh, good example, One 106 and Park. I did 106 and Park. You know, that thing, that's when Terrence was there. But I had the Hawk then. But yeah. two weeks later, like three weeks later, like Terrence had cut the Hawk, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> after I had left. And so yeah. when I seen that, it was just like for me, it was like okay, and then you know start to see people in the community, you know what I'm saying? Everybody want to know who Barber T is, who can LA haircut. you know what I'm saying? Every time I go to the barbershop, it's like, boy, hey, these folks come in here asking about these folks want that young LA, you feel me? And um, when you start seeing it in the neighborhood and it him real, real close to home, it's like, okay, yeah, this it, this it.
0: That's crazy. crazy. When, you first, when, you first saw, when you first saw Diddy with the Mohawk, what you think, what was your reaction?
1: I popped that one. No <laughs> cap. <laughs> <laughs> I was the one to pop that yeah. one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, Just like I say, man, that, you know, as a competitor, you know, when you're competing in what we do in this industry, entertainment is very competitive, you know what I'm saying? And when you see stuff like that, it kind of, you know what I'm saying, make you feel good on the inside, though, for real. Like, okay, that's me right there. That's the one I popped. He on that one. Okay, these folks really gravitate to which one I'm doing. You yes, feel sir. me? Yes, sir. And I feel like folks gravitate a lot to my, not just my sign, but my style, um, like you say, the fashion, uh, the trends, and I think that's what people gravitated to, and I think that's what made me, you know, I feel like bigger than I was supposed to be at that time, just with a couple records out, no album out, just some singles out, you know, and I just felt like how I presented myself, you know what I'm saying, the black boy, white boy, I feel like people cling to it with something different, and you know, that's what kind of, you know what I mean, that's what even... Uh, it, Elevated me because it was bigger than the music for me, you feel me it was style, fashion, passion, you see what I'm saying,
0: standing in the first, you know we in the first lane right now uh describe to me what futuristic and black boy white boy, and do you feel like you invented that?
1: yeah, I feel like I invented it um I feel like i I feel like I wanted the founders to stress futuristic to stretch black boy white boy, and um when I was saying it, it was just basically me saying I'm ahead of what's going on right now, you know what I'm saying. Like which I see everybody else doing, the kid Lilo not doing that one. I'm working the other one. You feel what I'm saying? And um, I, I always commended myself on, okay, what can I do next? That's different. That's gonna set set me apart, or what everybody else ain't on. Because I gotta be on it. Or what's the new lingo in the hood? Because I got to say, you know what I'm saying? I gotta put it in the verse first. You know what I'm saying? I gotta, you know, when you're a creator, you're a trend, you gotta stay ahead of the curve. So yeah, I feel like I stamped it. You feel me?
0: No, I agree. I definitely agree. Yeah. What other trends do you feel that you've started? There's
1: a lot of them. <laughs> I don't know, man. We go back to fashion. It was like everybody when the man bad era came in. Like everybody was so like geeked up on the man bags and okay default, you know. Like, but I was like, damn, I was wearing man bags when I first got signed to Interscope. I had them, you know what I'm saying? American Eagle, like, scrapped around the same way. So when I still go look at something, this I'll be like, damn. But it's crazy, like. I was the first one, first artist. The I first feel like first rapper to man, man bag. bag. Yeah, man, come I'm, on, <laughs>
0: soldier, your us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah, for show, sure, like for real. they late, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I had, I, I, I did that one.
0: Yeah, it, it's a lot. It's, it's lot a lot. It's a lot on. It's yeah. a lot
1: of firsts, bro. It's a lot of Give on.
0: Give me one more, cause I like the Yeah, yeah. I, I remember the first time I see the man bag. I remember the Hulk. Because uh, we all went and got, got the Mohawks that summer. The first one who
1: went, <laughs> the, the first one, the, the first Offset, how could? The, mm. the first one to screen Offset. Mm. The first person in the city ever to scream Offset. to say, Offset. That was Futurist Lila. Me and Maceo, shout out to Maceo, shout out to Zone Sick. You know what I mean? Shout out whole B-M-G. Shout out my boy Screech Scooter, but like, don't fold no like Me and Maceo had a song called Offset Shorty. Offset mm. Shorty. Swag dog, shorty, Come on. offset, shorty, swag dog, shorty, kiss it around my neck. It called two times, forty, offset, shorty, mm. offset, shorty.
0: Now, 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 knowing that coming out with that word offset, and of course, this uh,
1: was this was before futuristic. See, this yeah. is what I'm trying to see show sh- sh- you the evolution of Leland Austin. Offset was before futuristic, so I was already saying trends then. You know what I'm saying.
0: Thoughts about the Migos rapper Offset adapting your
1: term? I fought with Offset super hard and everything. He done, and I fought with the Migos, and they sound. Um, I feel like they're a group of guys who also came out with a sound that was very original and unique. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't... When they hit, it didn't sound like nothing else. You feel me? And so I commend it. You feel me? Because I stand on originality and stand on being original. And so I commend it. So... It was like the outset haircut, the part motherfucker, where I had one side light, mm-hmm. I had one side dog, mm-hmm. and I had a part straight down the middle. And um I used to call it the outset haircut, you know what I'm saying? And if you were from zone three, Tomobille, all the way to Deer Avenue, nigga was like, Well, they go outset shorty.
0: Come on. You know, it it's it's gotta it's gotta it's gotta be a proud moment to see you know a coin a phrase that you coined. And someone adapting and name themselves that and have that kind of success, you know what I'm saying, with, with the Migos and Offset.
1: Nah, it's super dope. It's super dope. Like I said, I commend myself on the trends. Now, we at Offset Shorty. I just had to just take them a couple steps back. These are the figure eight days, like you say, the Coco yeah. Loco days. Yeah. This before Ain't I. This before all that, you know what I'm saying? So, Offset Shorty was just one of them, you know what I mean? But I still... I, that's still a claim to fame. Like you still uh, you still see somebody who really know me really from the three. Boy, that boy, I'll say shorty. What going on?
0: Mm. Know <laughs> what I mean? Mm-hmm. Would you consider yourself like the ATL E-40? E-40, like, you know, you invent the lingo.
1: I adapted that because I've been asked that same question. It was like, hold on. What the hell you just say in that verse? What you said in that song? You said keep it one done. What the hell that mean? <laughs> one <laughs> done. Like... It wasn't no word, but it was like, it, you know, keep it 100 or keep it real. But I just said, keep it one done. Like, I don't know what made me say keep it one done, but it caught. You feel me? So it was like um, I had to accept that because I seen what 40 did. 40 water come out with a word that you don't know. I don't know what this means, what this boy saying. You see what I'm saying? But, you know, it made so much sense. And I think, um, I think that's why that comparison was made with me and 40 water. You feel me?
0: Y'all, y'all both got some uh, mean talk, game.
1: Lingo talker. Yeah, let's yeah. talk
0: it. Be like, what, whoa, what did what, he say that? I, I don't know what he said,
1: but that—that it sounded something. like it was supposed to be something. Like, why well, are you thinking that for sure.
0: All right, cool. So, rank these rappers in order of style trendsetters. Right, we're talking about trendsetter styles. These rappers in order: uh, J Money, Future, Yourself, and Young Dro. Okay,
1: and you say rate right the. Trend, the trend setter,
0: yeah, the style of the trendsetter, yeah. And, rate, and as far as being a trendsetter, rate J Money, yourself, Future, and Young Dro. All
1: right. I'm going to go this order. I'm going to go me first. Okay. I'm going to go J Money because I seen J Money, you know, in that same era. And I seen him trendset, and I seen him do things trendy, you know. I was right there with him, so I had to pick him as number two. You know, um, I gotta go with DRO for number three because why? I was right there with DRO that and watching it. his originality and trending. and I gotta go future four. You know, future very trendy, mm-hmm. but I went with DRO and I went with J over future because I had the personal relationships yeah. with them and right there with them, seeing them trailblazing. So it was, a, it, you know, it hit a little different. Yeah, you feel
0: yeah. me? No, you are right there. You know, you see it with your own two eyes.
1: Yeah, because uh, I mean, like I say, J Money had a song called IPU. <laughs> And IPU was the abbreviation for I'm piped up, and you know first it was turned up, and then it went to piped up, you know. But before, like, a lot of rappers started saying the piped up, and I started hearing it in the lingo. Jay, I had heard that, like no cap, probably three four years when we was doing um the first Batman and Robin. Jay Money had a song like I say called IPU. It was called I'm piped up. Hmm. So shout out to Jay. He 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 real trendy. Just Everybody on that list is super duper trendy. Trendy Go for
0: sure. What up? So you have a brand, you have a business, and you want to get the word out. In the last 90 days, we did over 30 million views on YouTube, over 50 million views on social media sites. Promote your business on the Ugly Money Podcast. Let me help you turn your business up. Make sure you text the number right here below. We'll schedule a call, and let's get it popping. Let's get it, let's get it moving. Let's get that brand and that business out of here. Yeah, you can be an official sponsor of the Ugly Money Podcast, and China just left. See y'all in a minute. Texas, for sure. Now, <clears throat> a lot of people don't know. I got a, um, I got a journalist that I work with. You know, he don't like me to say his name, but shouts out to him. Mm-hmm. So the person that wrote this question and pro- sent this question in, as uh, he says, was in Rico Street when you were there over ten years ago. Rice Street, excuse me, was in Rice Street with you when you were over there over ten years ago. What first and foremost, what is Rice Street and how bad is it?
1: Nine Hundred One Rice Street. <laughs> hey, if you really from the spots, you really from the city, you know what I'm saying. And you know, uh, even if you haven't been, you done heard, you know what I'm saying. That's the county jail, Fulton County, Nine Hundred One Rice Street. You do anything in Atlanta, Fulton County. Well, if Atlanta, they had the pre, uh, they had the they had a uh, Atlanta holding facility. Yeah. But and if your it was in Fulton County, you went to Nine Hundred One Rice Street. <laughs> The yeah, spot you didn't want to be in, yeah. you feel me?
0: He said he was over there with you uh, 10 years ago. <laughs> that sound about true. Pot. He said, um, and he said, why? <laughs> this is funny. He said, why uh, Why were you there yelling for lean to the point where they had to put you in your own cell by yourself?
1: Man, you know, <laughs> hey, I, I, I wanted a drink. The, I, whatever situation I was in, I guess I felt like the drink would have made it better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I got to sit right here and deal with this yeah. man Into this right street This the trenches This the lords of the lords You know what I'm saying Very dangerous spot You know what I'm saying Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker can't put their hands on you And say that shouted from right door Or say oh boy that shouted. Yeah he really from Bankhead He be over there with wo- whoop whoop wo- them You see what I'm saying You had to be official to go to right street You feel me Wow
0: Now um, <laughs> The comedian Drewski Makes jail seem Like it's fun in the skits was jail ever fun for
1: you? I mean, you make the best out of it, but that shit is not fun. Not Don't nobody want to be told what to do. You know what I'm saying? And shit, if you ain't no morning person, goddamn boy, you're going to definitely hate it. <laughs> you ain't no get up 3 a.m., 4 in the morning, goddamn eat some cold breakfast, or you got folks coming through yelling at shit. You ain't with it. It ain't going to be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For real, it's definitely not fun to reflect reflecting spot, And I think it's made like that to not be fun. Like you say, it's just a whole system where it just try to like break you down. You know what I'm saying? And so you gotta be very strong. You gotta know who you are. You gotta have very head strength. You gotta find something to do with your time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, keep your mind occupied. Cause uh, that shit definitely born in here on the floor. You feel me? I wouldn't recommend it for nobody, you know, and 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 I'm glad I've gone through that and got that out of my system, you know what I'm saying, gone through my phases where I've had the experience that and have been able to come out, you know what I'm saying, as my best self, you know what I'm saying, like I'm still here. Um, like you say, highly intelligent, articulate. It's like, you know, I mean, just to still be here and be in my right mind, not traumatized by it, not, you know, it's just so much stuff, you know what I'm saying, that could have happened, you know what I'm saying, that didn't. So that's how I know I'm supposed to be sitting right here, you know what I'm saying, me and you. You know what I mean?
0: Facts, brother, facts, brother, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Resiliency is definitely a word to describe you, man. One thing about you is it's like the bounce back be always crazy every time, you know what I mean? (laughs) Now, seeing the fact that you invented the ATL, the swag in ATL, pretty much. Where you, do you feel that you had to drip in jail? Like, did you, is there a way you could be drippy in jail?
1: Yeah, 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 you could be drippy Okay, in jail. talk to me, talk to me. Well, if you were like, though, me, I mean, I was drippy, like, um, it would just depend on what kind of camps you hit, you know what I'm saying? Some camps it just was hard to get stuff in and just to do it, but you know what I'm saying? Or some camps it was, I had hit a camp called Jefferson. You know I'm talking I had like two, three pair of F01, fresh out the box, all black hot top, all black, white, uh, all white hot top, um, Nike shorts, you know what I'm saying? Man. Drip for just straight block drip, like how you yeah. would be coming outside in four seasons, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So as Will say, I, yeah, I was having that shit on down now. Yeah, for sure. So you had to put it on in, in, in jail. Man, too. shit, I got to just feel as close to myself because <laughs> it's a mental thing. Yeah, yeah. So just because I'm right here and it ain't nothing to do and, you know what I'm saying, I'm being tormented or I'm being, you know, how officers is or whatever it is and I'm having to deal with this every day, you know, it, you can sometimes lose sight of yourself and who you are, you know what I'm saying? No, fast. That is dope. That's dope. You feel now,
0: <clears throat> like, like, once again, I want to reiterate the fact that, brother, I'm proud of you. You look good, you know what I'm saying? And, and I can tell you don't look like what you've been through. I, you feel what I'm saying?
1: Brother, to hear that from you it, it mean a lot. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you one of the ones who've been around the scene. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: So back going back to that time and thank God we we you know we are past these things, did drugs trick you into thinking that everything was on the up and up, you know what I'm saying? And what was your vice back then?
1: Um, I feel like anything you indulge uh, anything you indulge in it out of your mind, you know what I'm saying? You can always thank you, you know what I'm saying. You in the right? You making the right decisions, or you moving the right way, or you know because you become you become uh, uh 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 let's see not dependent, but you become used to it so you can function. You know what I'm saying? You you find a way to function um doing it. So my vices back Then was like a bad vice for me was Xanax because it was like take a take a damn Xan and nigga take a half a ball bar and got down. Wake up three days, goddamn later, I don't know what the hell was said, you know, hey, done. Hey, keep it all
0: the way, honey. Hey, this interview different,
1: Goddamn. Man. I'm on stage getting the goddamn tattoo, hey, goddamn. You know I'm, I'm talking about, I ain't, shit, I thought I would just, you know, I'm on stage popping and I'm like, this a ad to the show, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm doing tattoos and jewelry, you know what I'm saying? Let me get a tattoo on stage. It was just all kind of, you know what I'm saying, sporadic decision that that, that you're making. Yeah. Feeling like you're functioning, but boy, you are not functioning, you're floating, sir. Boy, you're you're floating. floating. You feel me? I never And forget. that vice just was it, 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 it wasn't a good one. And combining that with the lean,
0: Ooh.
1: it was just like I wasn't I, making good decisions.
0: I never forget, Lay, man. We was at uh despite in the called Alter Egos, and I think it was on a Sunday, and you was um, you had that tattoos and jury about to come out. Yeah. And I remember you telling me, like, hey, 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 my P9, man. Hey, P9. Well, I'm about to get a tattoo on the stage while I perform. <laughs> <laughs> Moments that the drugs is talking, right? That's how it
1: be when the drugs kick in. I'm talking about for real. Hey, bro. Activator.
0: Hey, and he really stayed. He was really on stage with his foot out, getting a tattoo while performing. Performing
1: this at the same time, bro. You hit it on the head. And
0: then uh <clears throat> And you this it is
1: it just moments head, that the drugs is talking, ladies man, and gentlemen. This it's a... moments that drugs is it talking. It ain't me. They, they have kicked in and activated <laughs> in this. They've slickly, they slickly. I mean, I got it under control. Yeah. I'm still doing my job, but they slightly playing tricks, too. <laughs> These motherfuckers playing tricks. You know in what I'm in saying? In your
0: mind, this is a great idea.
1: Man, I'm thinking, listen, man, getting a tattoo on this crazy promo tattoo and jewelry it makes sense. But hey, man, when I had to look back at it, motherfucker, it just was like, hold on. We one shotter was working. You feel me? <laughs> and then... Um, <laughs> he, got it. he had got the
0: tattoo, you had got the tattoo and still, I got kicked out, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, hold <on.
1: laughs> yeah, hold up, bro. I got kicked out
0: that motherfucker that night. Hey Stan, say hey. where the fuck my bars at,
1: man? man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I believe hey, I tried to get... A
0: look. <laughs> bro. Hey, bro, real, I'm in with that motherfucker like... Bro, the police right outside, bro. Hey, where the fuck my boys at, bro? I need my boys. Where my boys
1: Bruh, Bro, <laughs> on God, bro. And I think even though I think this ain't... Didn't I try to give somebody a boss? <laughs> I think it was some little chick, I would, she, she, you know, she biting the flag with a drill. I think I tried to give her one or something. Hey, they put me out, let me back in. No, no, I
0: remember I had to go out there, had to talk to her for you. I was, like, I was like, bro, this is part of the show. Can you please let him back in? It's part of the show. I done booked him or whatever. It's going to ruin it. I, I understand. Dope. I said, it's all part of the show. It's entertainment. He's like, you mean to tell him? I'm like, it's entertainment. It's part of the show. <laughs> and you was like, yeah, man. Uh, Where my bar? Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> got the have my bar. I got you out of
0: that one, bro. I got you. Hey. So speaking of moments
1: hey, girl, hey, that hey, the hey.
0: drugs was talking. For sure. Uh, The duct tape situation. Sure. With the duct tape tattoo um sure. that you know happened. Was that the drugs talking at that particular moment in time?
1: Drugs played a part. It was drinking lean that day. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was drinking lean um that day. And so with me just having, you know, like you getting comfortable around your alliance or you know what I'm saying, your your, your peers. Yes, sir. So once I started hanging around, like, shout out to the boy Dave, shout out to Black, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, shout out to Trouble, embracing these guys. So I'm embracing the friendship. I'm doing, you know, j- what I, just, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it in, mm-hmm. and um, I think the judgment of it, you know what I'm saying, even when me and Allie got into it, mm-hmm. you know, it was definitely like, like I say, when you on these, when you, when you on these drugs, you're not making the best decision, you know, or. I feel like the greatest uh, 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 judgment, you know what I'm saying? A lot of shit is sporadic, you feel me? And I think um that played a lot in it, you know, because like I say, I'm comfortable. We cool now because we done been around each other growing. So I take it upon myself. This is a good thing. Okay, they embracing me. I'm finna go get the duct tape tattoo. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Out of respect. Out of respect and out of a new brotherhood camaraderie that I'm bringing in, you know what I'm saying? hmm And so um I still feel like even with making that decision. If I wasn't under the influence, I probably wouldn't have never did that. Or even if I did get the tattoo, I probably wouldn't have went in my face with it. You see what I'm saying? Drugs be talking. So I saying. told you, activator. They <laughs> had that act that's a they activated on that decision. You see yes, what I'm sir. saying? Yes,
0: sir. So now boy. what 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 was duct tape Dave's uh role in that whole whole tattoo incident?
1: Who my boy Dave? Yeah, Dave. Oh, Dave, he really nothing he was like the first person I told that I was going to get it done. Mm-hmm. Like boy, hey, I see what going on, but we done brought it together. It but 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 you know it makes sense. Shit, I'm finna stamp it. You feel me? Yeah. Then what going on? This is gonna be my next move after Grand Hustle. You feel what I'm saying? I'm stamping it. Respect. Me me and Dave player to player, just like yeah, yeah. Our, yeah, our relationship. Yeah. She like we you know, stamped it in cosigned, you yes, know sir. what I'm saying? And I you know, you know, I followed in action.
0: Yes, sir, yes sir. You know, you know, you know the, the thing about it, uh, are those times, um you know, we we didn't know that we were making legendary moments as we as we're in the middle of this. And uh for sure. I remember that the, the the that same show was the video that ended up going viral, talking about duck still on my face, ain't going nowhere. staying duck, 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 fad lane, vroom. for sure. And, and a lot of people didn't know that I was actually the cameraman. For, for sure, for sure, choice. for, and for sure. And I remember you told me he's like, Yo, City the World Star. And I for ain't sure. think yeah. I didn't think they were gonna post it. Man, they posted that thing by that night.
1: Well, by that night, post it
0: was <laughs> posted. Um, let's, let's, let's briefly go over Ali Boy's situation. Um, what was said that moved you to remove the tattoo?
1: Um, it wasn't really, it was a decision that I made on myself because it was like, okay, now this, I done embraced this brotherhood and now this happened with me and Ali so it's just like, you know, these these are his alliances and, and his, his his day the day ones, you feel me? Yeah. So after this incident occurred to you see what I'm saying? With me and Ellie got into it, it's like, there's no way I can keep this on my face. You know what I'm saying? There's no way as a man. I don't want to look. You know what I'm saying? At that time, that, that that you know, that was just my life. I can't keep this shit on my face. So I got the cover up. That's how I got the big L.A. Yeah. You feel me? So I got the L.A. and I got it covered up. And that was, like I say, a decision that was made after me and Allie Boy had our, our, our physical altercation. You feel yeah. me? It was like hell nah, I can't goddamn be walking around and goddamn had you know what I mean after that on it's gone, I gotta find a way to get it. So it was never no, it, it was never nothing said as far as on their end to make me, you know, do it, but it was just as a man, like, but you can't keep that on your face. You feel me?
0: No, it makes sense. It makes sense, it makes all the sense in the world. Um <clears throat> I mean this these things happened years and years ago. Yeah, for sure, for you sure. Know what I'm for, for sure, for you sure. SWAT under the bridge now. Yeah, ha- sure. have you and Ali Boy ever reconciled?
1: Yeah, me and Allie talk, you know what I'm saying? And I respect Allie, you know what I'm saying? Just off of the, you know, shit happened in the streets, you know what I'm saying? It just was a a a, 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 a time where shit phones was out, you know? And they, we been fighting in the hood. It yeah, shit happened right said. in Zone 3, you know, shit we used to do every day. But, who I, but because of who I was and the position that I was in, you know what I'm saying, it was magnified, you feel me? But like I say, speaking to Ali and for him to um, actually, bro, on some real nigga shit, just to be able to tell me, hey, bro, I'm sorry, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's hard. I ain't never get a Shut chance to up. holler at you, bro. We You know, we never got a chance to come to the table. He was like, you know, late, but I, I always fucked it with you. You know, me and Allie had an extensive relationship before that even happened. You know what I'm saying? I was on his project. Me and Dro who was on his project. Um, me, him, and Kent used to run around. You know what I'm saying. This before grand hustle. This before everything. You know what I'm saying. So um, just to hear him say that, you know, it was you know I I heard the growth in him. You know what I'm saying. And we both had grew. You know what I'm saying. Grew as men, went through everything we went through. You know what I'm saying. And, and 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 great spaces in life. But you know, just to hear him say that and just hear the real come from him. You know what I'm saying. I you know I couldn't do nothing but come in it. You feel me? That was real, nigga. Shit.
0: Yeah, no, that's 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 big. You know, a lot of um. A lot of sometimes a lot of people don't don't grow
1: a yeah, lot of show. people
0: just stay in the in the same mindset and the same trap mind that they be in or whatever it's it's an amazing thing to see you know two black men <clears throat> come to the table and, and and just you know just lay the, lay, lay the, lay the shit down you know you, rest, you know what I'm saying so shouts out I gotta give a shout out to Alley boy for that man Shout out big bank big facts what up so moving forward uh, Gucci man actually was rocking with you before T.I. and Grand Hustle. He used to come pick you up in Thomasville. And uh, he used to come pick you up in Thomasville, right? For sure. Like like every day. And this was before Grand Hustle. Yeah, that when he had the white hump. Yeah. Talk, talk, to, talk to me about your Big relationship Bart with Thompson Gucci. <laughs> talk to me about your relationship with Gucci. I
1: always loved it walk. I mean, you know what I'm saying? With Zay ushering me in, it was just like I was almost in the in in his inner circle. You know what I'm saying? Because him and Zay was working so closely. And uh, with Zay just seeing my talent and just ushering me in and saying, come on, you know what I'm saying, this kind of put me in the arena of, you know what I'm saying, go out. So um, I know Wap used to hear my music, you know what I'm saying, used to hear stuff like when Zay was working with me, like, who this little nigga here right here? This little nigga going crazy, you feel me? And as we working with Zay, you know we're going to cross paths, you know what I'm saying? And sure. so I guess he I seen he seen what Zay seen in me and believed in me, and he started to believe in you know, he started coming to get me, go to the studio. Record records. I already had records. I had. I got it out at that time. Going crazy. You feel wow. me? Every club you went in, I got it. I got it. I got it. Shout out to the boy Zay. And um, I just think everything Zay seen in me. Yeah. I think Gucci also seen it too because he believed in Zay. You know what I'm saying in Zay talent level and Zay judgment on what talent it is. You feel me? And he it, bought into it.
0: It almost seemed like every. One of them ones out of Atlanta, Gucci was on it early. It's like he got a vision. Like, he can just see what was, you know what I'm saying? If you if sure. we talk, you know what I mean? Like, sure. Talk about that, like, Gucci man just being, like, one of the greatest a and the world has ever
1: seen. Right. Because at that time, you got to think, like, Gucci was in the streets for real. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened. Like, when you in these hole in the wall clubs and you really coming outside and you really in the streets, it's like you get a whiff of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, because that's where a lot of the records at that time was getting broke at. Like, you had to go to these spots that was considered dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Mm -mm -mm. All these spots I was performing in, everybody had their pistols on them in the club. I I
0: remember hearing that you... Them kind of spots. You went to, like, a club a night, like, every day for, like, a month or something like that, every night performing.
1: Yeah. um, I already had, like, okay, I was just going out, on some I gotta just pop it, you feel me, to get in. And that's how I seen everybody else doing it before me, even the young rouse, everybody who had record that I was in the streets who was, you know, grinding if I seen that same formula. And so it was like nigga three, four clubs a night. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was like go to the Libra, lead the Libra, catch the Coco loco, lead the loco, got down, try to catch the after hour spot. But I'ma grab the mic in every spot I go in. <laughs> I'ma rap. You know what I'm saying? I'ma stand on the table. I'm a you know what I'm saying and that was my that was just, like you say, the grind and just the drive in me. And so that same drive really just transferred over. Once I got to Grand Hustle, it was like the same thing. Um, shout out to VA, uh, my man. Shout out VA booking um, man. My brother, you know me and him He started over there at the same time, and I just come in VA because he started out on, on the street team at mm, Grand Hustle. I remember. And, I mean, we used to ride around in the van, and we used to have to go do what I had to do for my brand, and VA was right there with me. And VA come from a system to what he know, but even then, V.A. tell you, oh, Shadow was going three, four clubs a night. You know what I'm saying? That was just his norm. You feel me? Like you say, that was how we knew to get the records hot, and that's how you stood behind your record in Atlanta. You had to be there. If a motherfucker ain't see you in the club and your record playing, they were like, shit, you wasn't talking about that.
0: Now I, I, remember, I remember me and you went to like three clubs one night. We just did a mad dash throughout the like the, the South Carolina, Georgia area. Like, For sure. The work ethic's always been there. For sure. <laughs> you know For what sure. I'm saying? The hustle has always been there. For sure. All let's uh let's move on. You got a a, a cool relationship with Jose Guapo?
1: Yeah, that's my little brother. Family. It's like family to me.
0: So in y'all (laughs) heydays, who do you (laughs) who do you feel got more geeked up? You or guap? In the hey days. We talk. Look, look, look! I'm telling you, we the, hey live, day, baby. Hey, we
1: the a real podcast, little, bro. We, we here. We can talk, and that's so man. Ain't it when beautiful you that when we you can laugh and on, big smiles and come talk on, about man. it, man, bro. On. I'm talking about and look like it and talking about it while you're looking like it. Come on, man. Nah, for real. Um, um, I don't think at that time Jose was really indulging. Indulging. <laughs> he
0: wasn't all the way activated.
1: Yeah, I was activated. <laughs> I was activated, so I had the crown at that time, you know what I'm saying, like, that's you know, I had the crown, you know, I don't think at that time, now nah, it wasn't even no comparison.
0: He had a run,
1: though. <laughs> oh, no, now he got on his run, he got, oh, no, nah, he got, I mean, you know that guap, you know what I'm saying, shout out to him, oh, I'm talking about very bright individual, very talented individual, don't let it fool you, you know what I'm saying, got plenty of sense, you know what I'm saying, all the sense, you know what I'm saying. Might play crazy if you lame and goddamn throw you off, but you know yeah. what I'm saying? Shout out to Guapo, but at that time, nah, Guapo wasn't seeing me. Not with getting high. You're all ready. the way activated. Man, activate me now, sir. Yeah,
0: it's a beautiful situation. It's beautiful. We can man. laugh about all this, man. For sure. Speaking of other things we can laugh about, man, uh, Jay Money has said the first time he ever met you, you passed him a blunt of <laughs> Was that ever really true?
1: Shit, I probably did. <laughs> I probably did pass him some me. Because you got to think. I mean. <laughs> <It ain't> crazy. <laughs> <ain't> crazy. Hey, <laughs> hey man, it's a beautiful look. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, but nah, I probably did, though. Because, I mean, at that time, shit, I'm in Tumerville, Hype Project. You know what I'm saying? The V still up. The Brick still up. I mean you had Dro, I think. You had, you know, it was not really no real deal of weed. Like niggas yeah. smoking gangster mead. Yeah. I used to go get me a sound ground for fifteen. Dro
0: was like the best hey,
1: you could get. Dro was the best you could. hey. If you got down, but you had I was going to get me in seven grams so or for fifteen dollars. And as long as it was the super green, <laughs> hey, that that's just what was going on. Now, uh, <laughs> I come from a spot you can come get two for five. And we had the two for five deals uh, on what? here. hill. Hell yeah, two big nicks. I'm talking about shit, but I can roll with me by four. And a skimp went out of this, hey man, bring it on two for five me. I mean, but you know that's the era we was in, you know what I'm saying? So we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it like shit, yeah. Probably boy, did two pay five. the boy. Probably did pay the boy me. It. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> beers over there, like, man, two for five, boy. You <laughs> <that beer." laughs> hey man, five, um, what?
0: they said uh, that uh, you uh you knew J Money because at one point in time he was talking to his niece. And at that time, you had Ain't I and Trapper of the year. Yeah. So what what do you think took y'all so long to finally work together? Um, I think, man, like just
1: being for real, before I even got on, like me and Jay was already like, you know what I'm saying, we were real friends, you know what I'm saying? We had to develop a friendship, like you said, I used to, you know what I'm saying, talk to his niece, you know what I'm saying, I knew people in his family. So, I, you know, when you got a friendship like that before music, or when you got an acquaintance like that before music, it kind of, you know, it's kind of bigger than the music, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like... If anything happened to your niece or anything like that, I would never want to. You know, you you exactly. you you want all the good for that person. You for know sure. what I'm saying? For sure. So, um, and I think working together. Um, I, I don't know why it took. I think we had records because even before Ain't I Like Me and Bro used to like do our little records and we would run through like little clubs and shit together. Okay. And, okay. and, and like perform them shit. You feel oh, me? So you
0: were already working with Jay Money before before Ain't I Pop?
1: Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. I was working with Jay Money before Ain't I Pop. When I wrote the verse to Ain't I to the remix, Jay Money was sitting in the car with me. Oh,
0: that's crazy! You know
1: what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know, you know how shit go—divide and conquer. You over here, I'm over there. You know what I'm saying? People try to throw the bullshit in the game. This, that, this, that. You know how it go on Nietzsche? You feel me?
0: No, for sure, for sure. No
1: egos. You know what I'm saying? And this, that. You got to do what you got to do as your brand. I got to do it. I got to do it. My brand. You know what I mean? But nah, me and bro was always—we we never really had all that shit. Was funny just looking back at it now, we nah, never nah, no real. It, it wasn't all, never no beef. It wasn't nah, nah, never. It wasn't it never that. it, yeah.
0: it wasn't nothing serious, man. Nah. It was just. <clears throat> you know, hunger, hunger. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Everybody trying to get it and, 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 and don't want nobody else to get in their way of getting it, mm-hmm. but not knowing that we not even in our, we in our own way, We in our
1: own way, for sure.
0: You feel what for I'm saying? Sure. It wasn't a, so let, let's, let's move forward to like um, Grand Hustle. Whew. Wow. wow. Okay. It's, it's, it's dope we can laugh about this now.
1: Man.
0: Do you feel that Grand Hustle ruined your career? and use your street cred in motion and resources. Back then, did you feel that way?
1: After like, what, something like after the Grand Hustle situation, like just reflecting no, on yeah, it.
0: No, d- yeah, as far as why, when you were signed to Grand Hustle or whatever, like, when everything was cool, do you think they were ruining you or do you think they they had good intentions? Like, what do you think their intentions were?
1: Well, Dro brought me mm-hmm. and I know Dro, super, his intention was super good. It's the sure. same guy who was coming to pick me up out the projects when I ain't had nothing. In. For sure. His album was on the way to gold, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So I know that was uh, pure, but you know, like Dro's assigned to Grand Hustle and the overhead of many people that's over him, you know what I'm saying? Who make the decision. So the way that he feel about me is not the way that everybody else is going to feel about me or embrace me. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And I felt like as, you know, younger, I felt like I was supposed to be embraced. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm over here, I'm at Grand Hustle, I'm representing it, I'm in the streets with it, you know what I'm saying? Um I'm coming right out the gate. Hot records, everything that I did over there was successful. For I sure. never had all of my everything over there is platinum and gold that I put out. Mm. So I mean, you know, I, I stood up to the I stood up to the task. Um do I feel like some things in life you can't change, or you got no control of. Hell yeah, I feel like that. Hmm. With Tip getting in, you know, um, trouble and doing the things and going through the phases that he was going through just in his career, you know, I think that really took a lot of the energy away from me because you know, in the midst of him going through that, I was at uh, the peak of my run. Yeah, for sure. Like album about to drop, like two singles going crazy. I already at Interscope, um. And I feel like the business of Grand Hustle, which who I was signed to, I know that their loyalty and their web, you know, it, it, you know, it lied with Tilt, as it should be. That's his, he built that. He the brand. He the him. brand. Yeah. He's, he's everything to, you know, that label. But I feel like at that time, a lot of those incidents kind of pulled away from what I had created and pulled the light off of it, you know what I'm saying? And it kind of simmered down. And when the simmering down happened, I felt like Grand Hustle, I, I wanted to see them fight a little bit more for something that you knew was a, a a prize, something that was already showed and proved, something that was already showing you that this was a great asset to the company. Even if you was looking at it from a business standpoint and gaining and making, it's like, why don't you keep the gas on the hottest young nigga on your labor right now? Um, you see what I'm saying? So I had to deal with all those questions. Like, why ain't the gas been put on? Yeah. All right, so all of that stuff and trying to figure it out. And I just, you know, like I say, I made the decision to say, hey, I'm buzzing right now. I'm young. I believe in what I do. I believe in my craft. I don't believe that no one person makes me. I know that this blessing is a God-given blessing, God-given talent. And I'm going to take my talents elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? Um while I'm still buzzing, while I still have my buzz and try to reach the pinnacle that I've, you know, been trying to reach with no disrespect. It was a it was a business decision for Leland. You feel me?
0: No, facts, you know, um, and, and, and that's big, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, do you do you feel like that at some point in time back then that you were getting in your own way?
1: Yeah, I feel like a lot of times I got in my own way, not just speaking in that situation mm. that we was just uh relating to, but um yeah, I feel like sometimes I did get in my own way.
0: I mean cuz <clears throat> you came in with a hit. Ain't I was 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 a hit before anybody jumped on it. For sure. Do you think that like I mean was ego ever at play when it when it came to grand hustle?
1: With Demo or with me? With, with both. Nah, because if you know me, P like I always been I always been humble. You know for what I'm sure. saying? Besides the vices and everything, you know what I'm saying, that I went went through and had to grow through and and and, 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 and mature from. I always been you no know, I'm laid back. That's just my that's, that's just my aura. So I don't even think it was ego from my part. I'm always like, Hey, let's get it done, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And however we can get it done and I'm never, you know what I'm saying, walking in the room with my chest out um or, or thinking I'm better than anyone. I'm always I've always been approachable. Yeah, for sure. I commend myself for that and I think um that's why I'm still here, like, you know what I'm saying? Still relevant, you know what I'm saying? As trends and as music and everything, you know, it has a lot to do with the humbleness. So I don't think it was egos, um, for real, for real. Or I just felt like motherfuckers knew I was just super-duper talented. And, yeah. I mean, if we let the reins go and we say that this is the face, like, can we get it back? Like, because... He likes something that's unmatched and he's not like everybody on my label or he don't look like everybody. We don't dress like him. We don't sound like him. So if the face of the label change and the sound change, like can I get blocked out? Or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or yeah. does it rearrange? You know what I'm saying? How I have to take you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like I done thought about all that. You feel me?
0: No nah, facts. You, I mean you gotta think about. It. I mean, it was a lot of things going on at the time. I think uh Tippett got locked up right before the BET Awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was um, supposed to
1: perform on the BET Awards that year but um actually we we, we actually went to the bt awards. Um, we actually went and accepted the award that tilt won that year um but like i say i didn't get to perform at the height of uh one of the biggest records in the country and one of the probably biggest looks. You know, as an artist, when you get to the BET Awards, that's like a hell of an accomplishment. That's, that's, it. that's him. And um, so just to be there, to be uh, nominated for these awards and stuff like that, because I was nominated for like three three, three awards. Uh, best uh, collaboration video, best single, and it was something else. But um,
0: Best new artist, I think.
1: I didn't get to perform. And I didn't get to perform because BET straight said, like, hey, if TI ain't here, we don't want to do it. And so basically that shows you how big of a brand, you know what I'm saying, what Tip had built. And I kind of understood that for, you know, later as far as politics and all of this kind of stuff, it was like, okay, they wanted the CTI, you know what I'm saying, on on the stage and perform that song with me to get the complete feel, you know what I'm saying? But would I have loved to bust that bitch up and hold it down for Tip (laughs) while he was gone? Hell yeah. yeah. But I, you know, so shit like that is what I'm saying, like hits that I took Mm -hmm. that were uncontrollable hits, you know what I'm saying? But definitely veering the momentum and slowing the momentum down. Cause even if you get to look at BET shit, bro, your shows finna go crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even though shows were going crazy, but that was just a big look. You know what I'm saying? That could have expanded me further than where I was.
0: You've been been (laughs) A-list. Yeah, so, you know. You would have hit that, uh, you know, the 50s, the 100s. Man, but we can't
1: cry over, you know what I mean? Like you say, the resiliency, you know what I'm saying? You got to get back. One thing I know about me, I know how to fall back and go right back to the basis and do this shit right again. So Because I'm having fun when I'm doing it. I'm passionate about this. This is what I really love to do. Yes,
0: sir. Yo, have you got your gorge yet? All-natural male supplement. Improving size, boosts libido, and stamina. And no, I'm not paying attention to her because I got that engorged. So if you really want to handle your business the way you got to handle your business, go to engorge.com today to get yours. Do that thing again, China Red. Yeah, it's an engorged thing. Yes, sir. You know, um, <clears throat> the, the 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 things that you have introduced into hip-hop introducing a culture have been unmatched you know um we just we we sat there and talked for several several minutes about the first a lot of the first things that you had brought to the table for sure you know the trends uh i say these names and you tell me if you feel like these particular individuals are your sons
1: <laughs> man crazy bro i'm
0: just asking Okay. I say rich kids. I say Roscoe Dash, and I say Travis Porter. Are they late sons?
1: Man, I feel I'm. I'm okay. I feel like um. I feel like Roscoe is, and everybody probably would know. why I feel like like, like Roscoe is. Talk about it's nothing to really do with the sound at that time. It was like the whole your whole package, your whole look was nothing but L.A. So I have to call that a son, right? Got gotcha. Roscoe Dash. Okay, it would be son one. i say Travis, and I and Travis, we cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my, I fuck with all them guys over there. You yes. know what I'm saying? So shout Travis. out to Scrout, shout out to Travis. Shout out to um, Ali, shout out to Quiz. We was all just, I got, I, got, I, got, I got a chance to hang with them guys in Malibu, I think it was like okay. 2020, 2021. And it, it was just good. But yeah. at the beginning of Black Boy, White Boy, the whole swag, they came out with a song called <laughs> Black Boy, White Boy. <laughs> And so when me and Dro heard it, cause we know like no one has ever said, this is this new new shit. Like yeah. this ain't even really been tapped into yet. You know what I'm saying? This is something that came off the lips of Young LA, the video shoot. It was birthed at Ain't I Video Shoot. Black leather gloves on and got the woman said, Well you got on right. She said, So what? So 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 what's this? I said, This black boy, white boy swag. Mm. I birthed it right there. I didn't know I didn't know I was gonna say black boy, but that's what I called it and that's what it was. So when I heard Trav come out with the black boy, white boy. I got to say I had to adopt y'all or y'all were kind of my kids or something. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Respectfully. So, respectfully. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? respectfully. So I say Roscoe, and then I say Travis. And who was the other one? Rich kids. Um, I wouldn't say rich kids because, I mean, what they was doing, it was just it, – it, it had already kind of been put on the map. By me and saying that this the new trend that we popping right now. This what's going on. This the cool kid shit in Atlanta. And I think they just followed up on it because, like you say, the trend had hit so big close to home. I told you that the young teenagers and middle school kids, everybody were going to Barba T to find out how to get the L.A. Mohawk. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, on, so I just feel like they kind of embraced more. You know what I'm saying? Theirs wasn't like really a mimic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like. We embracing the culture, but we got our own sound. We got our own oomph. We got our own, you know what I mean?
0: No, respect, respect. Now, Lay is known for being fashionable. Lay has a signature sound. Lay, at one point in time, enjoyed being high. There's another artist that uh, could maybe considered your grandson. Mm -mm. (laughs) A newer artist. Uh, Gunner is fashionable. He loves being high, and he has a signature Whoop. playful sound. Gunner, wow, Gunner is fashionable. He likes, he likes smoke. <laughs> he has a signature playful sound. Would you consider Gunner your grandson? And would, and if he <laughs> was your grandson, would you claim him after these recent activities? Man.
1: Man, just man, shout out to Gunnar, man, and everything he going through. Going through it's hard. I mean, I know it's kinda tough and rough, you know what I'm saying? But uh I can't see myself well, okay, the finessing the voice from Gunner, how he play with his voice and finesse it. I can see that part of me. Um, definitely the putting that shit on and being fashionable and being trendy. Um and not only that, like while I was just down the road, I actually read a GQ magazine that Gunner was in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they was asking him these questions, these questions. And so everybody the next morning was on um, when they told me about the GQ, you know, the magazine because I'm down there. I guess you people do a lot of reading. So everybody running up to me when we went to cafeteria like, boy, Ghana got the new woo-woo by the GQ. Boy, he got your name and up, uh, Boy, he talking about woo-woo-woo. Mm-hmm. But he actually paid homage and just they was asking him where from from atlanta where did the style originate and where you know a lot of stuff and he actually you know what i'm saying mentioned young la so for him to mention me i know you know i had an effect in him looking up you know what i'm saying and hearing my sound and seeing how i was delivering it so you know um i know it was something that was displayed and it was something that he seen you know what i'm saying and so for him, just giving me that salute, that you know, that was real, cause you know, artists ain't finna give you no salute on no big platform like that, and say, "Oh, but shout to them with one in the one," You know what I'm saying. So that was some player shit for for shout to so, do. So so
0: you would embrace Gunner as your grandkid. I, I
1: couldn't. No, nah, I couldn't adopt him no more. <laughs> I couldn't adopt him. Nah, I can't adopt him. You can't adopt him. Nah, I can't have nothing to do with your <laughs> game now. Can't tie my game up without that. No, I just came from down the road. That's you know my name. I'm talking real. about Hey
0: man, we being real today. My name
1: so straight up and straight down when it comes <laughs> to the GDC. My GDC number is 1-3-9-3-2-4-0 I never forget them numbers. And ain't you can no call, mystery and lay history. You can got down car in the prison and anywhere. And, 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 well, my paperwork good. You know, lay did hit time. You see what I'm saying? I ain't do the other one. <laughs> ain't no mystery. I couldn't in late work history. that one, no sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey
0: look, look, look. <laughs> I appreciate your transparency, bro. Now, see, it's word on the street. If and we're just we we I, I like to I purposely don't try to be messy, but I have to ask, as a journalist, I have to ask the questions that people want to hear. You feel what I'm saying? That people want to know. And so um, if word on the street that Gunner had a truckload of cases of activists. <laughs> From 10 years ago that had been perfectly preserved in a top secret time capsule would you be scared to buy that juice from Gunner?
1: i can't mix my game up with it you see what i'm saying i can't hey man i don't know which one you working you feel me until somebody figure out which one hey until somebody figure out which one is really being worked, I I'm telling you, hey boy, you would have them ten pints, a hundred pint, whatever they were, <laughs> the motherfucker would be right where they at. Oh man, oh man, you know what? Uh, nah, I'm from Zone Three, Tomahawk for real. You see what I'm saying? We don't do that one. You
0: can't, not that one. You nah, gotta do the other one. We gotta
1: do the other one. He hey, was doing the wrong one.
0: Respect, man. You um, uh, speaking of YSL, Duke from YSL and Jay Money, did they actually invent the slang sauce? Mm.
1: I don't know um, when it comes to that. I mean, Jay came out and had a whole sauce, sauce movement yeah. where he said, uh, I don't want no swag. I want sauce on me. Yeah. He said, death for the swag. Yeah, yeah. So. That was the first time I heard For it. you saying, so that's an invention. And I would say that. I would say, like, on a big scale, mm-hmm. I would say that sauce originated and came from Jay. But this is the crazy part about it. And mm-hmm. I'm not just hitting my horn because I'm sitting right here. I had to go back and listen to old music from Zay Basement. I said, look I'm front of three. Yeah. You know I'm a boss. Mm. You know we got swag. Mm. Look, we call it sauce. Mm. <laughs> Did you hear the bar?
0: Yeah.
1: Look, we call it sauce. Mm-hmm. So this was before the sauce movement. This was before the outside shorty movement. This was yeah. like when I just first got with Zay. So Ooh. I feel like I'm the first one to just say sauce. But I feel like J Money was the first to stress it and yeah. turn it into the movement. But the word actually saying it and putting it in the music, I said sauce first. You think uh I said it on East Side Ho. If y'all wanna you go listen to the song, it's called Eastside Ho, uh, produced by Zaytovin, young LA Zaytovin, Eastside Ho.
0: Have you ever had any uh dealings with uh sauce walker and TSF out of Houston? You ever met them guys?
1: Man, that's crazy you ask me that. Man, I fought with them boys. Yeah, yeah. I fought with sauce wood. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. I fought with Southwood and um, Southwood real. Like when I was just on that last beer, like man, bro, would goddamn him me. I mean, checking on me. I mean, Brain, even from Atlanta, he from Texas mm-hmm. and from a whole nother, you know what I'm saying? A whole nother culture, you know what I'm saying? Just as far as, you know, everything different in, in every city. But, bro, used to cash out me, send me something, make sure I was straight. You know what I'm saying? And that was just real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just on some real shit. He had been in the same type of situation where he did some extensive time. And really, you know what I'm saying? Like, never had nobody really to fuck with him. Like, his time was hard. Yeah. And um, just by, uh, like I say, um, me knowing Southwood and knowing him through a videographer that I was working with, who was also working with them, kind of bridged us together. But I... Um, I fought with them guys. Like yes. I say, Southwood was, the boy was fucking with my gang. He was doing real nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? Just on the strump and didn't want nothing back. And I done spoke with him since I been home and it's all the same love and it's genuine. So shout out to Southwood.
0: Shouts out to South, man. Shouts out to South. Um, <clears throat> go back, going back to J Money. Unfortunately, you know, he was recently shot in a, in a Lambo in, a, in LA that he rented from a Korean prince and he was robbed of his Rolex. When you heard about what happened, uh, Do you remember what you were doing? Do you remember your reaction to when you heard that J Money had got shot?
1: I think, yeah, when I heard it, it was the next day, but, um, I had, like I said, I just did, I came home in October. So when I came home, you know, Jay is a friend. I always go back to that. He's somebody in the industry that I consider one of my friends. There ain't too many of those, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just by, like I say, us having family, connections, um, a lot of stuff outside of music. So when I heard it, it was hurtful. And I had just seen Jay, you feel me? So it kind of hurt me, bro, to the point where I just flew out to L.A. and I went to the hospital and... Um, I went to the hospital to see my brother, man, just to check on his well-being, because I'm going to just keep it real. Like When I seen it happen to Jake, it was almost like me and bro kind of close in some ways, you know what I'm saying, that if you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? You had to be around. But it it was kind of like I seen myself. I don't know if it made no sense, but it, it was a like, lot of sense. I was like, damn, man, bro, grinding, chasing the same shit, been right. And, and just to see that happen to bro, and it it, it kind of hurt me, but. And I flew out there, uh, stayed out there with him like four days, you know what I'm saying, in the hospital. And uh, just to see him bounce back, recover, I could put resilience on his name too, you know what I'm saying. And uh, I'm just glad he better, bro, you know what I'm saying. We just had the versus Saturday.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw that. At HQ. That was hard.
1: It was epic. So just to see bro moving back around, like, you know, like I say, a real friend, like I didn't want to hear no news or what was going on. Like I say, I jumped on the plane and went to see my boy for myself. You that's, feel? That's, me. that's
0: real. That's, that's solid, bro. And
1: so shout out to Jay, bro. It's all love.
0: When you, when you do go to L.A., seeing that, you know, a lot of things have been going on in Los Angeles where rappers getting robbed and extorted and... Just a lot, you know, a lot of different things. Killed and, and do, do do you check in? Is checking in a real thing? Uh, and what are your thoughts on checking in?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, it just depends. You know, like I say, if you got, you know, you build relationships in the industry when you're moving around and stuff like that. And so even if you just, you know, I think sometimes just letting somebody, you know what I'm saying, good in that city that you built a relationship with just to know you there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like bro, I'm out here and I'm cooling. I wouldn't even just say checking in. Like I say, if I built a solid relationship and we got a relationship yeah. and we bonded, but I know you solid where you at. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, anytime I hit that spot, I'm you ain't gonna you gonna always know I'm in that spot. I'm you feel college. me? So I think that is good because I think you know say, you know you can move a little bit different and you know uh, when you in foreign territory, you don't really know what's going. You don't know the spots like high in Atlanta. I know when I'm riding through Zone Three, I know where all the roadblocks at. I know goddamn what street not to go down at this time. They roadblock right here. I know they roadblock right here. I know goddamn at this time I ain't going to get out at this gas station because I know they on that one at this gas station. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to go to the well before I go on Maryland. I'm going to goddamn shoot on up because I got, you know, I'm on Moreland. You feel what I'm saying? so like that, you don't know the territory, so it's always good to have somebody who familiar with what's going on on an everyday basis out there. I think that shit very important. So
0: I think I think people misconstrue checking in with extortion. We're not saying for that sure, we, you know what I'm saying. That's we why I saying. broke it down to yeah, you like
1: yeah. that. Yeah, we ain't
0: saying we about to pay our niggas to be our friends. We saying like if I rock with you, I'ma holler at you when right. I'm in town. You right. know what I'm saying?
1: Right, like cause when I go to L.A., like my uh homeboy Trillion, you know what I'm saying? Like Trill, he he from there. He's from there, born there. He's a native, just like I'm an ATL alien. He's an alien out there from where he from. And so I, I you know, I always hit trio like, Hey bro, I'm in town. What like what like what, what we doing? What what popping tonight? where it's good at he gonna always let me know. Oh nah, you don't wanna go over there, bro. They be on bullshit at that spot. You probably want you see what I'm saying? So it's always good to have somebody on the ground, bro, who's solid that 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 you know when you going in these spots where a lot of this shit be going on it.
0: No, facts, facts. Now look, you were the first person that I ever heard yell "Black Migos," for sure, way back, for sure. But you know, Future and Scooter, for sure, you know, they have uh, definitely, you know, st- stood on top of it for a while.
1: Yeah, they BMG, they Black Migo gang, for real, for sure, for sure. So, first original so, Black Migos. So, gang.
0: so, so the, who are the real Black Migos?
1: Black Migos, this song come from Kirkwood. You see what I'm saying? And that's scooter, That's Screet. you know what I'm saying? BMG, that's him. You know what I'm saying? Black Migos gang. If I had to say any one name, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's known, and, and people had can attach themselves. I would say scooter. No respect, respect yeah. the scooter. See, see, Black Migos were brought to me. Okay. So somebody had heard the lingo. You know, Jay Money brought <laughs> Black Amigo to me. He was dealing with Brown, Scoo- uh, Scooter, and Ty and a lot of these guys at that time. So when the lingo was brought to me, when I heard it, it had a ring to it. Still have a ring today. It had a stupid ring like Black Amigo. I'm like, damn, Jay, that's super hard. <laughs> like, if that's the one we're going to do, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> while we're doing, you know what I'm saying, the superhero he- hero language, we got to go on and push it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, But at that time, like, I wasn't aware of just BMG and all the way down to the street movement that was already, you know what I'm saying, had been created, you know what I'm saying? So like I say, I just felt like it was a great idea, you know what I'm saying? But like you say, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, Scooter them, they stood on that like, hey, bro, and, and this where they came from, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know if it was like, Jay, did you pick up on the lingo around them and bring the lingo? You see what I'm saying? Or so that was just like something that was brought to me and it was something that was adopted. You know what I'm saying? Around that time where you heard me say black amigo boys on Ain't I?
0: Yeah, no, facts, facts. Like um <clears throat> You you were just talking about your relationship with a uh, with young Scooter. Uh can you give me a, a funny street aka young scooter story that people may not know? Um
1: really um no really I mean I have been knowing Scooter since I'll sit shorty. Like I told you when me and Maceo had that song back when we was going to Quit Flip Studio. Um and I don't, Scooter always been, been been the same if you know him. You know what I'm saying? Like he liked the John, you know what I'm saying? He got he got a personality to him, you feel me. But I can't think of one funny story about him. You feel me? Every time I seen him, it was on real nigga time, Street right. Time, you feel me. I might see your ass on goddamn Morland at the goddamn on um, Druid, you feel me, sitting in the parking lot or come to the studio to record, you feel me? I was with some of the guys from four seasons, you know what I'm saying? All I encounters was like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just Street always the same, bro. He ain't one of them rapper rappers who go big or go Hollywood. He always the same. And I think that's why I always just liked this scooter, and I always rooted for him, bro. With everything he was doing, you know what I'm saying? No
0: respect. Shout out, young scooter, man. Shout out, free man. Get that, that, that ugly money, free man. All right, let's go back to Aina, man. <clears throat> Talk to me about the process of coming up with I. You was in Thomasville on the steps, I heard.
1: Uh, on the hill.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, on the hill. Um. And um, actually, it was just you know how you're an artist, you always go through thoughts. And I had you know when we was popping that lingo one day on the hill, me and the boy Kane, and we you know going through little shit, and ain't I came out. And so it 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 was so catchy that it stuck with me. Yeah. I didn't actually record the song like after that 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 evening that I'm telling you about when we were just out, just real late, going through shit, and like when ain't I kind of just popped up. You know, a lot of ideas strike out of conversation and kicking and shit or whatever. Um, I recorded the song after, but it stuck with me so bad that night that one day when I was in the studio going through beats, and when I heard the beat, the Ain't I just re popped back in my head? It was like it was in my subconscious, and I started playing with it on that beat, and it was just like uh, the boy, shout out Shay, shout out the boy, that Shay, the boy Shay was in the room with me, and it was like, I you know, I never wrote P. Now, you know that about me. Yeah, like, yeah. I just get it's in and up. just do it. Yeah. And I just played with Ain't I, played with Ain't I, and simplified it. And I just came up with the hook. It was just like, it was supposed to be that. It was like the beat that I got. I don't know how I got the beat. know what really, the, or they had submitted it to my manager at that time, mm-hmm. being frank. And my manager just wanted me to hit a beat. And when I heard it, it's just like, the first thing that came to me, like I told you from my subconscious, with Ain't I. And I played in the studio for about an hour or two and recorded it, motherfucker, it was over with.
0: Talk to me about the rat trap. I be doing my research, (laughs) Lay. You remember the rat trap? You remember the rat trap? Mm -mm. You don't remember the rat trap? mm -mm. Tomerville, no rat trap. We moving forward. (laughs) Powder trap. The rat trap.
1: Remember the powder trap. Okay, that's what I was going <laughs> it. the powder truck. It might have been. It I'm just been keeping the it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, remember yeah. The, yeah, I remember the powder truck. The powder truck, yeah, it it All is. the way in the back of Tumbleville. <laughs> God damn it, you go, come in, black parking lot on the left, you feel me? Huh? Yeah, for sure. Powder need, truck. You whatever you need. Man, hey, man. <laughs> One of them real motherfucker, man, for real. <laughs> I'm, I, I just miss, you know, I miss the apartment, bro. I miss the view, the, the camaraderie, family, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Neighborhoods like that, you get so close to the individuals, like motherfucker who not even your blood is really your blood. You know you, I mean? you
0: know what's crazy is it, it seemed like your hood is the ones that actually kind of got you on because people were asking. I think Dro was asking who was hard with the music and everybody was saying you like the, your, your, your city, your your neighborhood vouched for you.
1: For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, and that's definitely true. Um, even when uh, WAP used to come out there and I went out there just looking for him and you know what I'm saying? I think when my neighborhood started seeing guys that we was looking up to from the Gucci's and the Droves actually pulling up you know, inquiring about LA, I think that's when they kinda felt like, but it 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 like it's really for real. Like bro going up, like, you know what I'm saying, it ain't just he going to the Libra or no going to Coca Loco or you know what I'm saying? And I think the hood felt good about that. You really emotion. Yeah, and they seen me like do it from the dirt. I'm talking about when niggas say from the mud, I'm talking about from the mud. But yeah, sir. Yeah.
0: Now, um, BG is about to get out. Oh.
1: Shouts out to BG. Shouts out to Jizzle. Real fast. Uh,
0: Talk to me about being BG's personal dope man with the party packs. That's just what I heard.
1: (laughs) Uh, I mean, I fuck with Jizzle. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I guess Jizzle just like you know when a motherfucker from round the way and just you could tell like he just clung to me like a little brother like somebody that he seen from around his way you know what i'm saying and i was actually one of them artists in the prime of what he was doing you can still see me in the streets you can still see me at chevron on university you can i'm moving around my city this is where i'm from you know what i'm saying and uh so you know when when bg used to hit Come in town, you know what I'm saying? He'll hit me like, hey, bro, you know what I mean? Blase, blase. And whatever business we need to handle, he knew, you know what I'm saying? I was one of the artists who was actually in the streets and can move around and, you know, hound, yeah, yeah. Hound, you know, just handle some little business. checked in. Yeah, so shout out to Jizzle. That's my man.
0: Respect, respect. Shout did he out. Did he actually um, sign with T.I. after leaving Cash Money? Yeah, he was over there like
1: all the time. That's how me and him got acquainted. Like, you know, I think they was trying to do like a, a joint venture with the okay. Chopper City. So, oh, for an extensive amount of time, he was he used to be at the studio in Atlanta for a minute, like almost about like a two, three-month period. Mm, mm, mm. Right around, like, the same... It was almost before Meek started coming around.
0: Okay. Shouts out to BG, man. Yeah, shout out to Jizz. Free ASAP, man. Free, free him. Free him. free him. Yeah, I think uh, they say this, it's a matter of days.
1: Free him <laughs> to his back was in it. Ain't BG no more It's GB, <laughs> goddammit. He free. God yeah. body. Free my boy.
0: Oh, <laughs> um, man. Okay, so uh, I've been I've been hearing his name cuz given like I, I I'm always I'm always doing research, you know, saying when, sure. I, when I when I when I when I interview people cuz I always want to be knowledgeable.
1: For sure. Who
0: is Alpha Mega?
1: Alpha Mega is an artist that was signed to Grand Hustle. A lot of people in the streets know him as Ted Wu said if he's really from Atlanta. Mhm.
0: And uh it was it was said that he was like muscle, like he was the guy that uh, made sure that everybody was safe. Is that is that was that his terminology? Was that who he was at the time? Is that the role that he played?
1: Yeah, it was like a kid's twenty-two because uh, he was an artist at the same time, but his street cred was so impeccable. You know what I'm saying? Just from. Projects, like I said, he from Tetwood Project. is one of the worst projects in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying, and uh, until he had already had a reputation of being, you know what I'm saying, muscle, and you know what I'm saying, get active, and yeah. all those kind of things, so I think as an artist, when he got over there, he was still doing artistry, but his moniker in the streets was so big that he couldn't get away from it, and I think that he was still used in certain ways, which were his street ways, also by being an artist, so when I say... When they say he was muscle, yeah, that was that. You know that that was true.
0: Yeah, because I, I don't I don't exactly remember his music, but I I just in my in my research, his name keep on popping up.
1: Yep, yeah, Alpha Mega will said, Yeah, he had a bit song with Busta Rhymes, and um, it was Bust. I think Tipp was on that record too. Yeah, yeah.
0: How did how did T.I.'s beef with? Because you were you were originally cool with D4L, You know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all had a cool relationship, I would imagine.
1: I didn't even know D4L.
0: Oh, they, okay. okay.
1: I didn't know. No, I, I, I mean, not saying. <clears throat> I knew Shorty Low, uh-huh. and his music, R. P. Low, and everything that he was doing. I, I, I knew of him, yeah. but just as 4 L, as a collective crew, I wasn't really all the way put down with them because you know they came and hit like after Low did his solos. You know what I'm saying? Couple things like that. So,
0: so, so T.I.'s beef with Shorty Low never really affected you in any way.
1: No, nah, not really. I feel like I inherited whatever Tip had going on at that time because that's just how stuff go. You feel me? It's like, if I, me and you got problems, then it's like, shit, I don't fuck with nothing you got going on. You feel me? Or, you know, I don't I don't fuck with him either if he's standing by you. You know what I'm saying? So, but it wasn't ever nothing with me, me and d 4 It was always love. It just was... I was the hottest thing going on at that time at the Grand Hustle label. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, you know, you gonna got down get miscellaneous shots fired or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. But it wasn't nothing like Especially that. Especially
0: walking around with a big ass PSC. Yeah, chain for though.
1: sure. So so you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So but it wasn't never nothing like that though. For real, for real.
0: Long live low, man. Long live I
1: low, ain't man. Ain't I ain't love ain't. man. I love Lowe.
0: Um Let's talk Young Thug, man. Free young thug first and foremost. Free thug. Um He's definitely considered a, a, a influential rapper as well, mm-hmm. a trendsetter in his mm-hmm. own right. What, yes. What, yes. what is your relationship with Young Thug?
1: I know Thug personally. You know what I'm saying, personal on personal personal levels. Um, at that 1017 era when he was doing, you know, the 1017 Thug with Thug. If you look at all those 1017 Thug albums, I'm on probably every one of them. Um, like I say, me and Thug had done just built a relationship, just street relationship, you know what I'm saying? That bled over to the music through one of my homeboy, named Sanchez, you know what I'm saying? Um, and shit, when me and your Bro started fucking with each other, it just was like, you know, you got the the chemistry, just was there, man. I mean, me and Thug probably did about fifteen, twenty records, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And so. They say a lot, like we had done got, you know. Like I say, that's pretty project, close. So sorry. yeah, so that's
0: two EPs. But. I gotta,
1: I gotta, I, I gotta. You know what I'm saying? I got a great respect for him and where he came from, and how he made his situation better, and just sticking with his craft, and just daring to be different, pushing the edge, pushing the envelope. You know what I'm saying? So now,
0: now speaking of where he came from, it is said that Thug came from the bottom of the bottom.
1: True, the bottom of the bottom, the bottom of the bottom. Like even when I, <clears throat> even when I met Thug and started being around, um, he, that was the bottom of the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Your living conditions where you like it wasn't the best of the best or where you wanted to be. You know what I'm saying? And not just for you. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, just for e- even people around. You know what I'm saying? And um, you got to be strong, man. When you, dance. it was almost like I seen myself. Mm because I slept in Tomerville on floors, on couches, and in the midst of all this, I still was doing music, and Gucci was still pulling up, and Drow was still pulling up, but I didn't feel like no it type nigga because when I went back home, bro, I, I went home to bullshit. I went through the fence and had to crawl through the fence and goddamn go through the back door, go to sleep, hide my goddamn pants that I took off if I had a little money in it, come my aunties and uncles up all night, you know, they're going to go in your pockets, you know what I'm saying, get you uh It was just like... Dealing with them living conditions, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And um, to be able to just harness in on your craft, bro, and not the best living conditions. I'm talking about fucked up living conditions that just say a, a, a lot about what you want and how sure of what you uh, want to do that you are. You feel me?
0: This episode is being brought to you by Engorge Rejuvenation Tea. Promoting erections, improving stamina, promotes endurance, increases size, and boosts libido. So if you ever want to give her that pressure, if you ever need some extra umph. Go to Engorge.com, that's dot com to get yours today. You know, the, the best of us are not defined by where we came from. We were defined by what we do when we get to where we're going. For sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And that, that's one of the things I want to ask you, because I, I see a similarity in the stories when you, you say, you know, like, coming out of the veil, you know, in, in, in the powder trap, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, just yeah. really coming from from humble beginnings to superstardom. You know what I'm saying? Like like you and yourself and Thug did. Um, can you tell tell me a story about Young Thug that the average person might not know?
1: Shit. I mean, if everybody know him, goddamn, I mean, they know he's silly and goddamn like the john. He gonna Jones yeah. yeah. He gonna Jones yeah, your out the roof. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bro, like the play. Like, he gonna john, yeah out the roof. And, when I seen that about him, I said, "Damn, him and Dro got down the same." But I hate to hit see him and Young Dro in the same room, cause <laughs> they, they gon' go they gonna join. That's what they do. You <laughs> Know what I'm saying? They gon' I'm talking about the whole time. But here you got on, they to join. Yeah, know what I'm saying? And so he loved to join. That one thing I do know about Thug. That's out Thug,
0: man. Free Thug, ASAP, man. The, the fastest. Yeah, they, they, Zone they, three. Yeah.
1: Zone three.
0: That uh, that that, that, that Rico case is uh. I mean, I have been following it, you know, over the past couple of months because, you know, we, we're reporting on it. And it's just, it's just so many holes in it. And it's just like they trying too hard. Mm. They trying too hard to put some stuff on that boy. And ain't I, I from what I see, they ain't got nothing. That's why they keep on letting folk out so they can try to get some, but they ain't, ain't man, free thug, man.
1: Free them the fast way, zone yeah, three, man. the biggest, the zone three finest. Yes, sir. Free thug. What
0: is uh what is your relationship with Soldier Boy?
1: I never really had a relationship with him, really, really had it. I never had a chance to meet him or nothing like that for real, for real. So I don't really I don't really know
0: him. I mean, you would think that two quote unquote first trendsetters would have <laughs> met each other by now. Right? You know, uh, Draco says a lot of lot of sporadic things. Yeah. Uh he once was on record saying that he has 150 shooters in Atlanta. You ever seen any of them? hundred
1: and fifty who? Shooters. I I don't know where you from. (laughs) I know know where I'm from. I'm saying, like, if he's saying it like, I don't know where he from in Atlanta. Like, what zone you from? Like, Atlanta is a real place. You can't, when you're dealing with real Atlanta niggas, you cannot just be talking about you from Atlanta. You got to narrow this shit down.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddy,
1: what zone you from? Buddy, where your auntie done from? What middle school you went to? You see what I'm saying? Goddamn. Hey, man, did, did you used to be in Pool Creek? Did you used to get on the church bus goddamn when the church bus come through the apartments? and t- like it's a lot so it's like where was the shooters at like then I probably can I, you see I got to be able to locate yeah like cuz I don't know soldiers like that so I don't know if he from zone 1 if he from the 3 I'm from the 3 so yeah. I know he ain't from the 3 I don't think you from zone four. I don't know if he's from zone six. So I it just I have to find out what part of Atlanta is that.
0: Let's do some research right quick and see if we can find out which zone Soldier Boy says he's from.
1: Is he a Grady baby? Was he born in Grady? I know I was born on Butler Street at Grady, so I'm like the heart of the city. You know when you go to Grady, boy, it's like goddamn crackhead festival. You know it just changed around Grady. It's, you know is you know is Grady is uh
0: it was said that he was uh he grew up around Quantic Cash.
1: He grew up around Quantic Cash, yeah. Quanti Cash from the west side. I know that for sure. <laughs> Quantic Cash, or Fitz, shout know, out Quanti. yeah, shout out Quantic, yeah, shout out Quantic, from the west side. I remember I used to be and I was like early on me and Quantic, like I used to go to his basement and get beat from Quanti, you I know think what I'm saying everybody I mean? was in that basement, boy. You, you see what I'm Fitz trying to tell you? Yes, like man. so, you know, like you know what I'm saying, I'm putting you down. I'm really from the spot, so I do I guess he's from Zone One. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's why I say I, I just I'm just We you honest. got that
0: research done. We ain't put up the receipts yet. <laughs> <we> gonna... <laughs> Shout out soldiers.
1: Shout out soldier, first <laughs> to do it.
0: Sometimes, sometimes. Uh, uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, sure. I say the first. <laughs> he say the first one. For sure. Hey, being that you are the self-proclaimed pioneer of drip, what is the next wave and next trend that we need to be on the lookout for? What's next? What do I need to go be getting? What I need to be stocking up on?
1: Man, it's just like I don't know. It's like a sport. It's like some therapeutic, I guess, for recreation. I don't know, like what's the next. I just know if you know, I'm very trendy. So you know, it's gonna be something different. Um, like I say, it's not nothing. Like with well, my shit, it's not even a plan. Like I can sit right here and say, okay, I'm finna make this. Gonna it's just it's gonna mm. come. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I don't know when they say that shit got to be in you, not on you. Come on, that shit just in me.
0: He saved from zone three. Uh, Stan says that <laughs> Soldier Boy says he's from zone three. Hmm.
1: Oh. I just learned. I mean, it's new for me. I just learned something new. There it I is. I never knew that.
0: <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, what can we expect next? What, what's on the horizon for uh what's next for Young LA? Man, I'm putting
1: together like this little want to say i want to know if it's a, just i don't know want to say reality show i want to say pot but i wanted to call it like drip my closet and it was almost like i was trying to do it how i remember uh, pimp my ride from exhibit was okay. i was trying to do something like that with the fashion um i don't really see like nothing out there out there with the fashion with the fashion for real so I'm working on that, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully it can might be a it might be a web series, you know what I'm saying? It might start as a however it start though, but that's something something some, something I want to do, I go in the houses of uh entertainers, ex athletes, different man. people like that who don't know how to put it on for real. Man. And yeah. you know when you don't know who to put it on, it's only one person you can call.
0: Get that drip right with Lay, man.
1: And know, um, I come in, I tell you close it up. Yeah. I goddamn, Tell you probably why your girl ain't gay you none in two weeks. <sighs> you ain't looking like a kid. You feel me? You yeah, out of yeah. date. Your clo- You see what I'm saying? Your colors ain't in season. Yeah. Yes. You know, shit like that. You feel me? So that's something I'm working on. And I got this new music. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm always lo- loaded on that. Yes, sir. Just did new music Monday. I got two records that I'm about to get ready to just flood the streets with. So okay. I'm excited about that. Just being home and back doing what I love to do, bro. You feel
0: me? What... uh? What is young LA's type in a woman?
1: I don't know. Like, right now, bro, and it's crazy you asked me that. I guess right I would get my hair cut, <laughs> you know bro. Back, I late. would get, we listen, back, I, know, I know, I'm gonna tell but you I what I'm at. Okay, you okay. done seen me with him. You <laughs> done seen me around, son? <laughs> you probably like, whoa, what LA doing with that one? <laughs> <laughs> whoa, boy, she don't pull the view with him. But nah, but listen, it's like where I'm at right now, and I just told my barber, I do not like thick girls right now. Like, I'm so tired of seeing like thick girls with ass and titties, bro. And I'm on this fetish right now for a, I want me a skinny girl. That's how I'm burnt out on thick. Atlanta will have you burnt out on asses, legs, and titties, man. I don't want to see. I need me a slim gym. If you, I, I need me a skinny mini. Like that's like my. Right now it's like almost a erotic thing for me, like I'm just into skinny girls right now. I'm burnt out on the thick. Like so how?
0: Like how? Skinny? I
1: want some little shit, some skinny mini shit, like some hundred pound shit, gapped up the worst way. I could just get in there and just go crazy, ain't nothing in the way. I ain't got to worry about these legs, just got done in the way. Baby, you did the BBL. The ass too big. I can't barely. I got to push this motherfucker up and move it out kind of way to get in here. Look, man, there's too much going on. I want some shit I can just yeah. Yo. You see what I'm saying? Pound up. Yeah, man, we want me some like 105 <laughs> shit.
0: 105. <laughs> how how? Stay with how you. How much you think Christian Rock weighs? Christian Rock is Christian Rock that kind of slim? You talking about? I need to be slimmer than that. Is she slim? I mean, she, I she, think from she, what I seen, she, she, she looked like nice. Man, yeah. Don't she she got on
1: them? Nah, nah, she don't fit it. Nah, she don't fit this fantasy.
0: <laughs>
1: nah, she don't fit this fantasy. Would
0: you ever go on a reality show with your old lady like Christian Rock and Blueface?
1: I need a skinny mini. Let me just say that one more time. But uh, <laughs> mm, I don't know. I just ain't. I mean, I know TV is the new wave and I like a lot of stuff like that. But I don't know if I would do it to. I don't see myself doing it. Like. Yeah. What they doing? Not saying there's nothing wrong with. It. I just don't yeah. see me doing it like that. As far as going into TV, like you know, like that way, I don't. I don't think I probably would do that.
0: They keep some drama going. Yeah,
1: they either. keep on going. I mean, my um, you know, my a lot of people I know watch it. Folks watch it. You know what I'm saying. So it's doing good. If, if, if they viewing it, then hey.
0: Do you think that uh, Blueface and his relationship with Chris Sean has resurrected his career in any way? You think it's good for his career or is it bad?
1: I think it was a power building move for him. I think it's actually opening up a new side that is kind of fresh for him and giving him a fresh start that's going to lead him to TV is super effective. Let me just get that straight. Mm. You on TV every day, it's just more, I just think it's effective. And I feel like he has opened up a new chapter in everything he do. And I feel like after this, he can spin off and do all kind of crazy shit. He can really go movie star if he wants to. No, he really can. You know what I'm saying? So I think what he did was a great move. You feel me?
0: Yeah, I mean, I do. Exactly.
1: I just see it. I just see it for him, bro. I see it for him.
0: I mean, you know, sometimes you got to reinvent yourself. Yes, yeah, you for know sure. I mean? You know, and, and 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 he definitely reinvented himself. For from, sure. You know, he went from bust down Tatiana to. You know the, the boyfriend guy, you for know? sure, for sure. <laughs> and Shawty Pipe, in <laughs> the words of, of Lay, and, and and all of she's piped up. Pi- <laughs> <I-P-U>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: pipe I P U. I'm piped up.
0: Shouts, shouts, out, shouts out, to Chris Shaw. Yeah, shouts man, out to her. I be I be watching that joint, and I just be like, I I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could, I can, I don't know if I had a blue face. Sometimes I would be sorry for him. I feel sorry for him, bro. I be like, man, damn. Shawty just <laughs> seemed like she got him <laughs> She might she, I don't know I don't know man Shouts out to both of them though Hey if it's a check involved Hey man Go, go get to it man
1: Get your bag Secure yours Get your coin
0: uh, How many tattoos Do you think you actually have? Probably over
1: 100 Wow I just, I came home in October, I was down for like 11 months. So while I was down that whole time, I really got my whole body hit. Everything finished. Like, you know what I'm saying? That was one of the things I did with my time because it's like, okay, I'm finna go back out to the cameras and interviews and stuff like that. Shows, I want my body to be what, what I want it and what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? So that whole time, I was just working on my body. A lot of exercises. It was really just exercising and tattoo.
0: Do you, uh, do you remember your first tattoo?
1: Yeah, my first tattoo. I was like 11 years old. Wow. I had got on my calf muscle. Um, uh, it said LPC, and that was Late Point Crew. That was some apartments I used to stay in. Wow, yeah. 11 years old getting a tattoo. Yeah, I was. I was like one of them kids who went outside and just did shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you
0: jumped out the porch. I got into porch.
1: shit. Yeah, you know, like not not like, like you know, like the average. You know, yeah. 11, 12, 13. You were yeah. doing mischievous boy shit. You know. Sneaking the smoke, doing all the little boy, you know, the young nigga <laughs> shit, bro. You know how it go.
0: <laughs> yeah, my mama, would kill. my mama would have killed me, boy. But I had
1: it. Nah, she didn't see it. My mama oh, never yeah. seen this. T- I never got in trouble by my mom seeing this tattoo because I told you I got it on my calf muscle. And I knew I had to get it in a place, but I had to get it small. I knew it had to be real small and in a <laughs> discreet spot. And so I got the back of the calf and it, it worked out. She never knew about it to the day, so. I, I guess a, I was sneaky or no? Shout for, out to Mama, <laughs> mama dude, Mama. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I
0: know not would with a pin For sure. <laughs> now, um, there's one tattoo, and I, I and I've heard people ask you about it, and I want to make sure that we got full clarity. That way, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, th- th- this is the Ugly Money podcast. We we want to give. We people got to know what's going on. on. Yeah, we got to know what's
1: going on. we ain't cutting no corners. We getting on the real. Like the this.
0: three, the three tears.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what's their significance? Three tears on the
1: eye. I mean, for me at the time when I got them, it was just something that was trendy and something to do. You know what I'm saying? I had seen Wayne with them, other people with them, and it was like, I like the teardrops, you know, and I wanted to get them. You know what I mean? It wasn't nothing like, it wasn't really no big meaning behind it. It was just like the look. It was like, okay, I like that. I'm going to do that. I think a lot of people do that. See stuff, adapt it. You know what I'm saying, and and try it.
0: That's a great answer. <laughs> I'm for real. Like, I, I like. Hey, I'm with it. I'm I with
1: it. A guy like that. That's why. That's why I did it. You feel me? I,
0: I'm with it. I'm with it. I seen like
1: Wayne popping them, and it was like trendy. You know when he did it, and it was getting. It was like something that was. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go do that.
0: Now with skinny jeans, do you feel that you started that, or did Lil B start that? Who is Lil B? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and, and there it goes. <laughs> hey, man. Let you it,
1: ask. <laughs> All right. You don't know? Right. You
0: really don't know? No, I'm saying. Oh, my God. Bass guy. Lil B, the bass
1: guy. The, oh, Lil B, the bass guy. Yeah, 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, You put the bass guy down. I think, yeah, because he did beats and shit, right? He was, he was... When, like, Soldier Boy, he did the beats and shit?
0: Yeah, he was part of uh, he was part of the New Boys and then came out with his own solo thing called the bass, you know, base music. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he, he he used to wear skinny jeans and Vans. I oh. Cali, out, out, out west.
1: Okay, out west. for sure. Well, shout out to B. But he was the first one. I was the first one there. on no beats. I, <laughs> I had to be the first. Okay.
0: <laughs> hey, man, the let them know where the follow you at before we get out of here. Any shout outs we got to make?
1: Hey, you already know, man. Follow me on the gram. Y'all can get me at at Y-U-N-G-L-A underscore. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all tuned in with Nietzsche. Got to shout out him for just having me right here. Shout out to the boy VA. You see what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody in Atlanta. Um. Uh, shout out to everybody who grinding, trying to get to the next level. 23 is going to be a special year for a lot of people. Just keep going. Stay focused. Keep your eyes on the prize. Don't let nobody tell you what you can't do. I'm a proven, I'm talking. About, I'm a vessel that's been used. I have been through it all, whatever you can name. I'm still here, you see what I'm saying? Still happy, passionate, and having fun doing what I do. Like, the love and the joy and the peace is, 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 is there. So. Amazing. Don't let nobody tell you that you know it can't happen for you, but don't think you ain't got to go through shit for it to happen for come you. On, come on, man. Real spit.
0: You know, it's crazy about this whole interview. We, we, we've been sitting there talking for an hour and a half, bro, and I have not sensed any bit of negativity, any bit of bitterness, any bit of hate from you. Bru- it's been all positive energy, positive vibes, and and, and and it just it just leads me to this last question. Do you think that you and Tip can ever reconcile your differences?
1: Um. Yeah, I don't. I, I I just feel like that ain't. I don't. I, I don't feel like it's hard. I don't feel like you know I've ever did anything to Tilt or I don't feel like vice versa. He's ever did anything to me deliberately or directly for us not to be able to be men and say and sit down and have a conversation. Um. So I I do feel like that because time heals all. You get into different spaces in life and new seasons, and I'm just in a season of like. I'm in a great season, I'm in a great space, Um, and so, it. I can, I can yeah, it's like, it's no, I'm just happy as hell, and um, I feel like that's a conversation that, that ain't nothing but just two players getting together and just looking at each other and saying, ooh, 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 I think it's that easy, I don't think it's hard.
0: Well, maybe this interview will spark that.
1: Man, you I see? got, hey, it's all love, bro, I don't got no ill will in my bones, you know what I'm saying? I know who I am, I'm futuristic Leland, Black Boy, White Boy, the first one to put it on, the first one to pipe it, offset shorty, Lingo Leland, you know, know what I'm saying, Lamborghini Leland, SunTrust Leland, do I gotta keep going on, you see what I'm saying? They know exactly who I am. And I'm still piping it. Let's pipe it then. <laughs>
0: Hey, man, you can follow me on Ugly Money Nietzsche. That's Ugly Money, N-I-C-H-E. This episode is being brought to you by Gorge Rejuvenation Tea. Promoting erection, boosting stamina, size, and libido. Go to engorge.com to get yours today. This has been the Ugly Money Podcast. She's
1: ugly. <laughs> With
0: Young L.A. <laughs>